Next time, next time, next time I have a one. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not actually hungry. Actually, are these real, genuine eggs, but pink? They are boiled eggs. I, I will ask you random. Pre-boiled How long eggs? have you had those? That's fucking crazy. Oh, or yesterday. Because they're like Easter colors. No, no, that ju- that's just how they sell boiled eggs in the supermarket. They paint them so you know that those are the boiled ones. Oh. Really? That's interesting. Well, On not- my uh, question, More random questions. Why rabbits and eggs for Easter? Because rabbits lay eggs, dummy. Because pagans. Yes, but what what specific story? Both of them symbolize fertility. Whoa. Habits. Rabbits fuck like rabbits. Yes, I know that. And eggs are literally but fuck you, like eggs. <laughs> no, why, why, why not eggs are literally. <laughs> why not hamsters? <laughs> why not hamsters? Fuck even more. Today. everyone and welcome back to another edition of Tales of. I'm Jan your GM and I'm joined once again by my friends and our wonderful cast. Oh yeah I'm Charles and uh, I play Jacques de Beauregard. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the like motions the gesticulation he's doing <laughs> along with his. I think they're best off. <laughs> Just with the audio. <laughs> Debatable. Um, right. I'm Erica. I'm playing Maeve, your liaison to the dead. I'm Fabio, and I'm playing uh, Connor O'Leary. And he wants to know, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that copyrighted? Is what? There's, there's more Zs in the copyrighted version. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. I'm Mike, and I play... Lloyd. <laughs> it's, it's you had to think you. about that. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd. Lloyd is me. I am Lloyd. Alrighty, so to kick off today's session, uh, I would like to know what is currently in your character's pockets. Jacques. We. Oui. What does Jacques currently have in his pockets? Uh, <clears throat> I would like to remind everybody that Jacques carries with him at all times his uh, doctor's bag. So there are many peculiar items you would find in his doctor bag that you wouldn't find in his pockets because he likes to keep his pockets smooth. It helps the 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 hemline show off of whatever suit he is wearing. However, that being said. At all times, he must carry his pocket watch, which is neatly tucked in his right pocket, in that little pocket that everybody doesn't know what it does in your jeans today. <laughs> it's for a pocket watch. Merci beaucoup. Next, on his uh, breast pocket, he always carries a pencil or two. You know, a, 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 you never know when you might have to jot down a, a piece of uh, medical je ne sais quoi that you have to remember about. Very important, Jacques likes to be prepared. And finally, at all times, he carries his little leather, uh, leather-bound pouch of tobacco. Mm. You know, he, won't, he will never turn down a, a pipe, of course, but uh, uh, a Frenchman must roll his cigarettes. It's very important. And uh, these are these are the things that he carries with him. Now, uh, a person might ask, a person might ask, uh, Jacques, 
What is so special about your leather-bound patch of tobacco that you go to the tobacconist and refill and everything? And the truth is, and, and, and you know, depending on who asks, he might embellish the story a little bit, but nothing. Absolutely nothing. He bought it at the tobacconist. <laughs> he needed it. And now he carries it with him everywhere. It's worn out and it looks cool. <laughs> but uh, the truth is uh, it's, it's just something he bought because he needed it. What's some of the stories that he tells people? Ah, wonderful. Uh, he will he will come out with crazy fanciful stories where he tells people, ah, I was in the jungles of the Sahara Desert. <laughs> <laughs> and a wise man showed up in front of me and said, this pouch, this pouch carries mystical properties that enrich a man's uh, healthiness and 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 ex- I don't know excitement power. I want to say something. Vigor, Graf. vigor, merci, merci. Vigor increases a man's vigor. Uh, uh, it's complete nonsense. Uh, all his friends know that he bought it in London when he needed a new tobacco pouch, and voila, that is the truth. Can you expand on what you meant by girth? <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, merci for asking. Uh, (laughs) I can show you later if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Jacques would love to like, Lloyd, let me show you something. This is important. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is not one of my crazy fanciful stories. Lloyd, you must see this. (laughs) This is Tales of Tilted London After Dark. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The other podcast. Which is basically just sordid tales of Jacques yeah, just Jacques. about town. Just, yeah, pretty much. Or him debating could, on whatever. You could do a whole spin-off podcast. Oh, really? Jacques about town. Just give him give him whatever whatever alcohol he has. I even already have a piece of music in my music library for this. Oh, brilliant. Which I, I am it. going to now cut under this. Oh, merci. <laughs> All right, Maeve, what's in your pockets? Uh, Maeve has had deeper pockets sewn into her dress so that she can carry extra stuff with oh. her. Um, she always carries a tarot deck, of course. It's quite worn around the edges from uh, constant use. She also has a few small candles and matches to light them. Um, she has a fountain pen and a notebook. She also has a piece of white chalk so she can draw circles if she needs to or runes etc and she also keeps a small tin of salt and a small knife or a ritual dagger is there anything special about those items no they're pretty uh run-of-the-mill she doesn't have any like particular affinity to anything in her pocket except the tarot deck the tarot Mm -hmm. deck is passed down from a family member so she um is quite attached to that but everything else is easily replaced. Is there anything special about the tarot deck? Like, uh, does it have interesting art? What kind of artwork does it have? Standard artwork. It's not special in design. It's special because it was part of her family's collections. Right. I think her great-grandmother had originally purchased it or something. So do you think something that's originally from America or from Scotland? No, from Scotland. The uh, suits and the names of the Major Arcana are all in Gaelic. Very cool. But she can read them, of course. 
Well, yeah, but you can also identify them by the number and the imagery on the cards. So. Has Maeve ever thought about learning Gaelic? She's thought about it. That's as far as she got. Yeah. So far, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What's in Connor's pockets? Um, first of all, I would like to ask Charles a question. We. Oui. Um, have you thought about what uh, Jacques' exit from the military was like, what the circumstances were? We. Oui. He ran away. He bravely, bravely turned coat and ran away. He said, courage, fuyons. Beauregard, he ran away. Oh, we ran away, away. I didn't. Okay. I'll leave that. Um, yes, he was, he was traumatized uh, at his first sighting of uh, Vazan and, uh, and uh, decided, uh, fuck this, I'm out. And Have we covered this yet? No, we haven't. Can, can I but suggest uh, uh, something slightly different? Uh, please. By something that Connor has in his pocket. I, I like it. Uh, yeah. we've, we've mentioned at least that Connor served in the Foreign Legion, oui, but we haven't actually had on mic a discussion about how you two met. So mm. yeah, I think we mentioned that you have called me captain, so oui. I think we, it's safe to assume... Mm -hmm. We oui. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Let's maintain the mystery. Mm -hmm. all right. <laughs> no, okay. no, go ahead. No, no, no. By by all means, yes. All right. Uh, so, right. What does Connor have in his his pocket? First of all, well, he has a notebook and he has a pen. He's got like a a, a pen knife, of course. He's got a chain with um, a pocket watch on it. His old army compass is on there as well, and there's a stabbing stick for his pipe. Right. Yeah. What do you call it? A pipe cleaner. A pipe cleaner? I don't know. Yeah, a pipe cleaner. <laughs> a stick for his pipe. <laughs> they look like a little spoon. My granddad had one on a chain. Go. Yeah, it's like a little spoon and then the other hand has a thing for his, yeah. Uh, exactly. So he's got one of those. No, 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 I'm sorry to tell you this, uh, Fabio, but that was your granddad's Coke spoon. <laughs> if, if my granddad knew where to buy Coke in Ireland in the 80s, like he wasn't telling anyone. <laughs> uh, um... There's a comb, there's an old comb in his pocket. He doesn't take out very often. Um, but he's had it since his childhood. And there's a, there's a folded up piece of paper. Actually, it's an envelope. It's a folded envelope. And inside it is a piece of paper. And on the paper are Jacques' uh, military discharge pa papers. Oh. For medical reasons. But, Interesting. But I don't think Connor ever told Jacques... Connor just said, all right, the army's over. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> because he didn't want Jacques to be like... That sounds good. Hurt by this uh, discharge over your um, freaking out over seeing oui. the world beyond. I like that. I, I, think, I think that also serves well with, uh, with how uh, Capitaine and Jacques became, became friends. Yeah. I mean, we knew of each other, but... Um but I think I think it's it's really when you recognized in me the sight exactly, that, uh, and you became yeah. pro protective of him. I like that. Hmm. Cool. I Let's like it a lot. <laughs> Very interesting. That's what I got. You want to also a gun. Okay. <laughs> my character sheet says it's a pistol <laughs> so let's assume there's a big bulky old revolver mm. do you want to describe this comb for us 
The comb is made of wood, though it's completely black. Um, it's scratched all over, and there's a couple of tongs. At the, what what do you call Teeth. the Teeth. Teeth of the comb. There's a few of those are broken. Um, on occasion, he'll take a cigarette paper and put it over it and play like a... <laughs> <laughs> Harmonica. <laughs> But he, he found it in his childhood on his family property um, on the day that his grandfather died. Mm. And he is pretty sure there's something off about it. Because no matter how hard he tries, he cannot get rid of it. Mm. And uh, if anyone knows about the legend of Banshees they will recognize the significance of the comb. I figured it was related to your banshee. But I shall not go any further into that because much of it is a mystery to Connor. Hmm. And can you tell us about uh, what happens like in a time when he tried to get rid of it? Um, it, 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 it has ways of getting back into his um, possession. Uh, that he doesn't always notice. Like, I feel like there's these little side adventures go on where, like, a mouse finds the, <laughs> the comb and he, like, he rides on the back of a cat or something. I don't know. Oh, Crazy bonus shit. Patreon content for sure. We've got to play that game. <laughs> or there's some kind of Rube Goldberg system for getting the comb back into his pocket every uh -huh. time. Like, it, that inevitably ends up with it falling from the top of a fucking uh, shelf or something into his pocket and then... He realizes it's there. Mm. So uh, he never finds his pipes, but his comb. His comb finds him. I love it. Now all he needs to do is attach the comb to a pipe. Well, yeah, he, he could consider that. <laughs> Problem solved, my friend. <laughs> or he good. could just put it, everything on the one chain that he yes. has the, the watch and everything else on. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging down the leg of his trouser, he just pulls it all up. <laughs> utility chain mm -hmm. uh, he's probably got a cheese sandwich in there somewhere as well. <laughs> <laughs> at all times yeah with a bit of, bit of relish on it mm, tasty <laughs> uh, Lloyd uh, what, do, what does Lloyd have in his pockets right now so because yeah I think Lloyd, Lloyd has his notebook and his matchbox so they're two most important things that never leave his person uh, I think the notebook is in like his breath. There's like secret pockets everywhere. I think he has like a million pockets because he has like his wall back home, an intricate system of organizing things on the go that mm. no one understands but him. And so every pocket has its own thing. Like he carries change, always ample change for uh, for bribing and paying off his uh, his lackeys. Mm. Every pocket has its own type of coin. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows where to get tuppence, where to get a shilling, yep, yep. where to get a crown. Never has to fiddle around in his pockets to find the right thing. Does he have one of those old things like the conductors on the buses used to have? Yeah, the, the belt with all the different coins. Yeah, for sure, they're cool. <laughs> um, he always carries a spare pencil. The notebook uh, doesn't have any covers. He took those off uh, because he wants to always just get straight to writing. And when he's written something, he rips that page off and it will disappear into one of his many pockets um, 
that he can later organize. He'll secrete it into He'll the secrete right it, yes. Anyway, mm. he has like some wires. I don't know if a uh, notepad, I'm thinking of like a modern notepad, so maybe uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he has like the wires left over from the top of the notepad, like ones that he's finished before. Mm. Uh, he keeps one of these around so, so like to use as like a garrote. Like a piano wire? A, like a garrote? Or a piano wire, yeah, like a garrote or a pa- yeah, exactly. Does he ever um, put them on the ends of his fingers so that he has like spring fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's, that's something that Fabio has done, right? <laughs> My fingers are too big to fit into them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, get, I bet you get them into those um, cone-shaped crisps, oh, don't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Just touching things. Oh, what the, the, bug- <laughs> little, the little bu- bugle. Bugles. Nice, nice. Uh, and he has a knife, like a, I'm thinking, uh, like a spring-loaded, small, like a easily stashable, like yeah, like a switchblade. Um, where would he keep that? In a pocket or in his shoe? I don't know. Do you think he might have one of those like spring-loaded ones that come from the wrist? Oh, like Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but that might be too fancy. I don't think so. I've seen I've seen thugs like in oldie worldy TV having those. Mm. Also dangerous. To the wielder. Yeah. I mean, if you're not worried about losing your cufflinks, then I think it's fine. Or worried about when you're going to the toilet. <laughs> I think it's more I think it's more like a Snatch-esque London gangster to have just a switchblade than, a, than an Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, he's got a hip flask as well, which goes hand in hand with his box of matches. It's not oh. really for drinking, uh, unless unless he thinks that he can co- coerce someone with with some drink. Mm-hmm. But like, mostly it's for starting fires. Everyone mm. has such big pockets. What about your suit, people? <laughs> what dress. About? Well, to, to Lloyd, the suit is just a front. Yeah, He's that's practical. Cool. He only wears yeah. a suit because it's like if he wore like fucking practical clothes, then no one would give him a, a minute's mm. notice. Connor's. Clothes are basically like a military uniform, yes. but in tweed. So he's yeah, got yeah. like so he's big got pockets, pockets here, big pockets here. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah. I think I'm done. I can't remember. There's nothing else on my sheet. I'm thinking, does, does he maybe have something else that's not on your sheet that's special, like a memento uh, of a particular event in the past or person or... That's his matchbox. That's ah. like, yeah, it's practical, but it's also a memento. But he doesn't, never leaves the, uh, I don't know if you could call it an apartment, more of a hovel without it is that is that something that's a memory of your time with the burners or a memory a memory that you're not sharing with anyone yet yeah yeah it's from his time with the burners i wonder how long we're going to get in the adventure before lloyd finds the right opportunity to set a fire Mm. yes but can i can he have those cool shoes that have knives in the end he like kicks oh, his heel. So and the, fucking... the wrist knife is too fancy, <laughs> but the toe the toe knife that is completely fine. Yeah, yeah. The toe knife's a bit bit more. Uh, I think it's a bit more um, discreet. In- if, discreet. If yeah. the hinge gets stuck, you're basically walking around all day with a fucking <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. knife on the front of your foot. Uh, also, also, <laughs> if it's if it's spring loaded, it's like a what? forward fronting horse spur. Spring-loaded knives make no sense. The knife comes out of his heel so oh. that it's like a platform shoe. It's like a heel, high heels. So kind of like a horse spur. Yeah, but less practical. If even. you want those, you can have those. Wait, where's the wait. fold up into? <laughs> it doesn't. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, Is Lloyd running around tilted London in stilettos? <laughs> 
That's <laughs> honestly on cobblestone. That's a bad idea. Mm. I'm just, just and putting that out there. Does he have a show and toe, or is it covered in the front? <laughs> show and what do you mean? That like, would be an open toe. An open toe, like a, like a flip flop. Well, yeah, a flip flop stiletto. Flip flop stiletto. No. An open toed shoe is not a flip flop. The sound of that stiletto flopping on the cobblestone. <laughs> oh, dear listeners, please, I would love to see some fan art of this. <laughs> All righty, let's recap what happened last session. We began with Connor as he experienced an ominous visitation from a familiar robed spirit whilst taking a break at the Gentlethems Club, one which was suddenly interrupted by a clumsy club member, Christopher Holland. Filled with apologies, Holland gave Connor a book he had been carrying, which conveniently contained details about some of the artifacts in the museum, and theories of spiritual attachments to objects with extraordinary histories. Next door, Maeve carried out research in the club library. She found several books pertaining to cultures with rituals and milk offerings, and took particular note of the British custom of leading out milk for brownies. The book explained that brownies are helpful beings that care for certain locations and assist humans, but are also very proud and can easily become upset, insulted or angry, and thus leave. Meanwhile, Jacques and Lloyd identified the body of Rosie at the morgue run by Jacques' friend. After discussing the plausibility of aristocratic cannibals, they informed Peter of Rosie's connections to the Lotties and Totties, leading him to promise to have her body promptly returned to them. The two then went to collect Maeve and Connor at the club, followed by a carriage ride across London to return to the museum. There, they found a policeman stationed on the door and the sounds of various people inside. So, you're all standing in the reception right now. Uh, there's no one nearby here, but each of the exhibits you can hear noise coming from. Can I check the security desk for drawers? Like, are, are there any items, useful items? Or is, is there anybody in that the can security see us? Desk? Before, before we start... Oh, no, uh, one, at a, one, one at a time. Yeah. Oh. If, can anyone see? Actually, that is more of a pressing question. Mm. If you spend too long in the reception, the people in the uh, Indian exhibit could see you. Okay. Uh, the other two exhibits, no. So okay. if you want to be stealthy, don't spend too long in the reception. Mm. I just want to check the desk. There is nothing of interest. Okay. Then we... We Pick head, a direction. Head to one of the side of I mean, one of the wings. If you if you want, I can tell you what noises you can hear, and that we, might pick your direction. Yes. I think we should go that way. Yeah, sure. Do you want to split, or should we all go together? Mm, let's stick together. Okay, we stick together. Let's stick together. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you head uh, through the east doors, and you go into the Egyptian exhibit. There you find Mrs. Milliner. Mrs. Milliner is um, in the middle, not in the middle of the room, because there's a giant um, funeral boat in the middle of the room, but she's kind of in the center-ish area, and she's 
pacing back and forth. She's wringing her hands and she looks very distressed and she's muttering to herself. Mrs. Milliner? Hmm? <laughs> what? What's wrong? Oh, oh, it's so terrible. It's so terrible. He's, he's, oh, he, he, he must be angry. You must hey, be angry. It's okay. It's okay. Calm down. We're here to help. Take deep breaths. Do you have any, like, essential oils to help calm her down, Jacques? Sure. I pull any, out any the, heroin? <laughs> yeah, yes. I have some heroin. <laughs> no, uh, uh, what do I have? Some B12. Some, some pizza. Uh, oh, it's terrible! It's so terrible. Adam <laughs> pulls out uh, uh, tea leaves because uh, because Jacques really likes his tea ever since he moved here. And sniff chamomile. on this. Chamomile. Yes, chamomile and 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 Earl Grey. Lavender. Put together. You wanted to sniff your tea pouch. Yes. <laughs> She takes it and she takes a big sniff and she says, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's fairly that's nice." That's tea, all right. Then, <laughs> but she's still I'm kind still of like out, she still looks quite distressed and she's wringing her hands. Maeve will put a gentle hand over Mrs. Milliner's and say, "Start from the beginning. What's wrong?" Oh, it's so terrible! Oh, it's so terrible! I can't believe it. He's it's it's he's so upset. I don't I don't know what Mrs. Milliner. Calm. Calmly. You need to tell me in more detail what's going on Mm. so we can help you. She kind of like, she covers her her face and then she points under the cabinet and she's like, look! Just, look! Look, sir. You look under the cabinet and you see that's where the saucer of milk is. The saucer of milk is tipped over and the milk is spilled all over the floor. Miss Milliner, there's no use crying over spilled milk. <laughs> Don't tell that to her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got him. That was so fucking good. <laughs> Such a mean thing to say to an old lady. Clear distress. <laughs> it's it's insulted. I knew he was distressed. I knew he wasn't happy. And now, and Mrs. now, look, you Mrs. see what happened. Mrs. Milliner, who are you speaking about? The, the, the guardian, the guardian. They, they, they always said they always said you leave you leave some milk, and then that is a fair payment, and they're always happy. But but if you upset them, then terrible things can happen. And clearly, look, the offering, the offering, it's time off for the offering. He's obviously so distressed. Jacques, <laughs> do something. Smell She's the She's having leaves. a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, use your fucking medical skill. No, you can placate any <laughs> British person with tea leaves. I learned this. <laughs> it's not wrong. No, it's true. <laughs> now, Mrs. Milliner, I, I want you to start with when you arrived. Mm-hmm. When was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck us. Mm-hmm. Fuck us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Such bedside mm-hmm. manner. I mean, you you know that she's not all there, right? Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, well, 
I make the offering, and you know, every day. No, I, no, 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 no. When did you arrive? I in the morning, every in morning, the morning, every Great. morning. I, I come, I make the offering every Absolutely. every morning, and the offering is is, is taken as good, and I make the fr- a fresh fresh day every day. I make mm-hmm. the fresh offering, and then and then Clearly. today I come in the offering. It's not, it's not mm. taken. It's it's, <laughs> it's spilled. What about the other offerings? <laughs> The, the other the others were also flipped mm. and are you sure it wasn't a child who came in here and kicked all of the uh, milk there ain't no one coming in here apart from them fucking toffs oh pardon my french that's okay i am french and that was very good <laughs> could it have been a disoriented cat <laughs> oh, could it be in, yes are there any what? gentlemen stop oui. gaslighting her no you're all right um now what if he goes away what if he goes away he's been insulted and if you insult them they, they go away he's and Mrs. He's, Milliner. He's, he's a protector he's a protector he's a guardian what if Mrs. he goes away Milliner, we are experts we will remedy the situation trust us but, but how? how? There's nothing he can do. He's been insulted, and, and, and now he's just all. Well, now uh, we must appease him, right? But I don't. There's, there's not. I don't know if there's anything you can do. Like uh, no one taught me how to. They only taught me that if you insult them, that it is. I don't know. I don't luckily know. Luckily for you, we have just the book. Do I know about the book? I don't yes. know about the book. Yes, well, you would have known about the book okay. from the car ride. I know just the book. Maeve hands her. The book on British uh, folklore milk offerings. Mm-hmm. This feels like a Legend of Zelda moment. I'm like, da 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 da. You had the thing the first time. Maybe there's something in here that will help us. Let me read you what it says in the book. You're fucked. You're all fucked. Yeah. Where is my notes on this? Um. Brownies will leave if they feel insulted or taken advantage of. They will take the prosperity of the house with them. If they are observed working, if they are criticized, if they are left at, if a baptism is attempted, and if they are given the gift of clothing, they are harmless unless angered. That is all it says. Can we ask Mrs. Milner if she has ever seen the Guardian? No, she doesn't have the sight. No, 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 it's just every, every, every day the, 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 the offering is gone and everything is in its place and, and everything Miss, is as it should be. Miss Milliner? It's just, it's never happened before. It's always been the same. It's always been the same. Mrs. Milliner, what is the Guardian protecting or protecting from? Everything. That's not very specific, Mrs. Milliner. I, I, I don't know. I'm just carrying the. I'm just carrying the torch. I, I was told this. This before it, it you belongs, were, it belongs before? to this place, and and it has. It look. It, it takes care of this place. It Mrs. is Milliner. Before you were caretaker here, who was caretaker? And did they also do offerings? I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but you're misunderstanding. I'm not the caretaker here. The entity is. Now, did you say? Did, 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 did you say that if you if you if you laugh at it, it fucks off? That is what the book says. Yeah. Wow. What entity, Mrs. Milner? The the, the 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 creature that lives here. The 
the one that we've been taking, the one that I've been leaving the offerings for. That, 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 that I, I'm just keeping the old ways. There's always the old creatures that are attached to these places. I don't know what it is, but I just respect the old ways. I am not the caretaker. It is the caretaker. I am merely a keeping the, the, the caretaker happy. So it's what you're saying is you might have to work for your job now. Needlessly harsh. <laughs> Poor Mrs. Miller's having a so breakdown. Quick, give her the opium. This is uh, this is eight drink, Jacques. <laughs> yeah. I pull, right. I pull out, I pull out my little <laughs> flacon of uh, opium. <laughs> Mrs. Miller, please uh, take this tablet. <laughs> You're not gonna cure her opium, are you? Why not? It's the Victorian. It's uh, just perfectly yeah. normal medicine. Now, Miss Miller, <laughs> did you uh, happen to tell anyone else about? This guardian of yours, anyone uh, happens to be of... Um, I told everyone about the guardian. No one ever listens to me. Anyone, and that, that's uh, why they, they don't respect it. I'm the only one who respects it. Anyone laugh? Respect it. Anyone laugh at those stories? Who told you about the guardian, Mrs. Milner? Oh, uh, no, no, no one told me about the guardian. I just know that when I go when I goes to old places, I have to just uh, respect the old ways. This is a very old building. So I know that it's got old ways here. Okay. I mean, I just do the old way. You've been crying all day since this morning when you arrived. Well, panicked since I yeah since I arrived. Well, what do I do? This has never happened before. This has been a. This will never happen again. We are going to solve it. It will never happen again because it's gonna leave. It's been the guardian of this place for so long, and now it's been insulted. It's gonna leave. Does the book say anything about attracting new, new? No bro- idea. No. So we need to make it appealing for a passing by brownie. If that even is what we're dealing with, Ooh, it yes. might not be a brownie. Mm. Mrs. Milliner, we're going to need you to refill the milk. <laughs> clean it, clean it up, and refill it. As if nothing happened, okay? We are going to work on this. This is the thing that you can do. Okay? Okay. I do the milk. I just do the milk. I just do the milk and everything will be okay. I do the milk and it will be okay. This is okay. Maeve will gently pat her on the shoulder and say, yes, do the milk. I'll do the milk. I'll do the milk. Only you can do this. I just, yeah. I just do everything as normal. Just do the milk and it will be okay. Do the milk. Everything will be okay. Excellent. Can we go? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go towards the back of the museum mm-hmm. because that's where I want. Wait, to no. Go. What, what about uh, Prattleton? The so what? Prattleton from Prattleton? the. No, I don't give a shit. From about the Prattleton. Prattleton, from what you could hear, is in the. He's on the other wing. West is wing. A woman. Someone better. Uh, someone ought to warn him about his about an impending robbery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's in the Roman section. And uh, uh, wait, who did we say we we could hear in the Indian exhibition? You can hear Davenport and Winford. And Winford, is there any way for us to reach the door? Like the start, you want to go the to the big elephant door. is currently blocking yeah, the big, that door. The big elephant is blocking you. So um, I'd say all of you roll together. If at least one of you passes a stealth check, you're all good. I'm very stealthy. Let me roll. Give me that to dice. Self. Where's my character sheet? Oh, yeah. No, you guys roll stealth first. Oh, stealth. Yeah, everyone <laughs> roll okay. stealth. You need just at least one stealth. I'm not very stealthy. Uh, no, neither am I. Uh, I need eight season. dice for stealth. <laughs> I need two. <Yeah. laughs> Four. 
Oh, I pass. No, I don't. Yeah, I pass. I pass. I pass. That's enough. Oh, I wanted to roll eight dice. Aww. You can you can roll eight dice. Do we all have to roll separately or what? Well, I was gonna make a group roll that you all can, but Charles already passed. So. I am so sorry. I take it back. No, I didn't pass. Go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not. Gonna I'm pretty. Do it. I'm pretty sure Jacques is too drunk to, or not drunk anymore. He's sober again. Magic dog. He is a magic dog. He is a magic dog. Wait, was the microphone close enough to get all that? It's a success. <laughs> it okay. would want to be. Hmm? With that many dice. <laughs> so look, so Davenport and Winford have their backs to you, and you're also covered by the elephant. So because you are trying to stealth, you sneak along the corridor, and you successfully sneak to the door. Where's the key? I do. Use it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, use it now. I was literally just gesturing that she pulls the key out of her pocket. Why are you waving it around? Put it in the door. <laughs> Shut your pie hole, Connor. It feels like a, with the power of Grayskull moment. Will. For, for people listening, uh, Erica was just gesturing, like waving an imaginary key I above her not. head. I was lifting like out of my pocket, yes. about to jam it in the door, and then Connor opened his big Connor mouth. tries to grab the key. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that how you open your front door when you get home? You pull it out, wave it in the air, Da-na-na-na. and then... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zelda all over again. Yes, usually, because my bag's here, and I have to like, dig it out, like, mm. like yank it out. Out. It all makes sense now. Merci. Anyway, I open the fucking door. <laughs> and you all successfully slip inside and close the door behind you. Finally, you made it to the storage room. Okay, what's the in The much coveted storage it's, it's, room. It's just a bunch of old boxes. It's dusty. <laughs> <Yeah. There's> nothing, <laughs> yeah. There you find out of interest. Eight well, weeks. Eight yeah. weeks. <laughs> well, you find yourself in a musty storage room. This it, used to be, as I've described before, this used to be a small photograph gallery. It's now full of boxes. Are, are there still photographs? No. Mm, what there are is there are various uh, large crates mm. that are, some of them are stacked and they're arranged around the room. Oh, I love a good crepe. <laughs> no? Huh? She said that there are stacks not, of crepes. We're not going to give you that one. <laughs> no, no, I thought that was good. Never mind. I cannot. Uh, are there any? So it's very dusty. It's a dusty, dingy, it probably hasn't been aired. Is it hard to no, wait, no. see inside of here? Um, like, do we need to light candles or? Yes, let's say there is like on the side of the wall there, no, there's some small windows at the on the back wall and there is like a lamp on the side that you can light. I will light the lamp. Um, uh, is there any sign of disturbances in the dust? Yes. There are many footprints in the dust. Are they tiny, teeny tiny little footprints? Are they brownie footprints? <laughs> are they horse footprints? <laughs> Hoofprints, you mean? Yes, are they hoofprints? Make me an investigation check. Ooh, I'm the worst one to do this. Yay. <laughs> investigation uh, one plus logic. Yeah. In fact, wait a minute, hold on. Who wants to make investigation checks in this room? I was going to say, because you're all in the room, who wants to investigate this room? The person with the highest investigation dice should do it. Seems like the best idea to me. This is why the person with the highest stealth should roll stealth. And for each success that you get, another piece of information you get. Go, go, Lloyd. 
I almost called you Floyd again. Wait, well, I rolled three ones, <laughs> two and two threes. Do you push want to it? Push six? it. What does that mean? You roll it again. All the fails, you roll again, um, and you have to take on a condition. So you have a chance of succeeding, but you also gain a condition. Okay. Do it. Well, I'm actually allergic to dust. That's three successes. Yeah, that's better. So before I give you all the information, roll me a d66. Uh, use two different colored tens. ones. Not ten. yeah. Not tens. That's yeah. thirty-five. Don't lose it. That, that single dice was a fucking fiver. Do not lose it. <laughs> Five euros? <laughs> well, no, they were 20. Remember the expensive Vesson dice? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Did you roll me a d66? Yeah, 35. 35. So I, again, I give you the physical and the mental, and we can justify them. 35. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you either got a shaken. Defect, sentimental, manipulation minus one, or 35. That can't be right because that's permanent. But it says not fail. 35, severed fingers, defect, finger stumps, ranged combat minus one. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go for the other one. (laughs) Shaken. Shaken. Well, then let me describe what you find out and then you can decide why you're shaken so you can justify it. Mm -hmm. So... Pertaining to your original question, Connor, you see in the dust, uh, there's quite a lot of footsteps, human-sized footsteps. You, with your keen eye, do see a very, very small trace of tiny little footprints. Hoof prints? No, tiny little footprints. But also, are there hoof prints? No. Uh. But you've also found other things, so let me give you the other thing. Can I ask one question about the footprints? Yes. Before we move? do, are they bare feet or do they have little boots on? They're barefoot. I was going to say they have to be barefoot because they don't wear clothes. The other thing that you see with your keen eye, Lloyd. Wait, wait. I thought I thought he was asking about the human feet. No. Were they no, barefoot? No, he's asking about the tiny feet. The brown so feet. So I'm the only one that likes to take off their shoes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the other major thing that you discover, Lloyd, when you as you look around the room. The crits have a sigil on them. Mm. What's the sigil look like? It looks like a coat of arms. What kind of coat does of arms? Does it match the letter, the symbol on the letters we It received? does not. Do I recognize the coat of arms given you my... You do not. Can I take a sketch of the coat of arms or you like absolutely an can. etching or whatever? Mm-hmm. Does it look like a red dragon? No. It's not vampires, guys. No, but I didn't actually. I didn't actually decide what it looks like, so we could design it if you want. Does it look like? No, I want you to have a specific thing, and we'll guess. <laughs> Does it look like two horses running in different directions? Oof. <laughs> no. Does it look like a man in a bakery who has just found a hat? <laughs> What kind of coat of arms have you been looking at lately? No, keep going. I want to hear what else you've got off the top of the dome. I think a bear on a tricycle? Mm. Nope. Is it a... Fair noble. Giraffe with a top hat, but it's so long, but his neck has to twist around the sigil. To, to fit his top in, in, in yeah. the... Yeah. And he's holding a top hat and he's doing like, jack, <laughs> like a kickstep. Uh. No. Uh, 
Why do we say it, it's a very typical aristocratic uh, heraldry shield? Mm-hmm. You have those shields that are like divided into four. Chevron. Mm-hmm. Each one of you give me a symbol that's in each quadrant of the shield. Lion. Pla- platypus. The lion, a platypus. A thistle. A thistle. A honey pot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I a want fishel. to recon mine to a tigger. <laughs> Official covered by ivy, mm. and there is a there is a, a griffin and a unicorn on, e- on on either side. So that is that is uh, the, the that is the the shield that is on the box. The griffin and the unicorn. That's um, isn't that uh, England? The pub. No, is it the pub? <laughs> I thought that, no, I thought that's the, the unicorn is the official animal of Scotland. Scotland, yeah. Right, and the uh, is the griffin. Thought it was no. a lion. It's a lion. No, the lion is the one of England. Right, uh, so the unicorn and the lion. Okay, fine. No. Well, Wales has also a mythical creature. It's their dragon. dragon. Yeah, it's a dragon, not a griffin. Got it. But you can take a copy of this uh, shield, absolutely. Okay. But you can assume that this is a fam- family heraldic crest. Okay. Ooh, didn't you guys meet somebody? We did. Uh, yeah. Wow. There was a weird lady that knows about this mm. stuff. Lucius Lemondaire. Oh, yes. Mwe. You also find one other thing, Lloyd. You find a notebook. Hmm. These are my notes from last week. <laughs> and yes. when, when you present this notebook, Connor, you will recognize this notebook because you were the one who observed Winford and Davenport talking. And it is a beautiful, small, soft moleskin notebook. The one that you saw Winford took into his tailcoat. I shall take a look at that notebook. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Does it say property of Lord Winford on the inside? Abs- in beautiful script, absolutely. No, it's like it's 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 printed. Lloyd, no, it <laughs> says pro- property, property of Lord Hugo Barnabert Winford the Third of Wilkesbury Smythe. I recited all of that without even looking at my notes. Thank Good you. job. Would you like a pat on the back? Absolutely. It says reward if praise. found. If found. If found five kisses. <laughs> Class 3A. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was Lloyd who found it, so what do you want to do with the book? Uh, flicks, he flicks through it, sees the name. So here's the thing, we walk into this room, we investigate, everyone's kind of looking around, and Lloyd is like... Hmm. Shaken by what he finds. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> moleskin. <laughs> Barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, because you got a con- you got a condition. Yeah. Um, the shaking condition issue. Lloyd really, really hates. He's disgusted by feet and seeing the the barefoot marks of the goblins. And Jacques so is so once again taking the shoes off. There is when a time limit is not defined in the table. It means basically for this scene. Uh-huh. So you basically just have manipulation minus one for the rest of the museum scene. Alright. Uh, no, that makes my manipulation only six. Oh no. <laughs> only? Sausages. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's like, well, everyone's kind of looking around. Lloyd's like taking a look. He knows what to look for. He finds the, he sees notebook footprints, crates that could fall on my finger any moment. Um, <laughs> so, he grabs the notebook, <laughs> like flicks through it, tosses it to Connor. Uh, Footprints like points over with the tip of his pen. Uh, 
<laughs> takes a quick sketch of the emblem and then uh, stands back and just, just watches like, everything unfold because these guys will be full of ideas now. So you're basically the one like directing everything and then watching the rest of them go, the oh my God, look yeah. at this, look at this, look at this. Yeah, exactly. And Lloyd's just there like, hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Dance, my pretties, dance <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's all these like formulas and stuff flying around in the air around you, if but it's I... just those weird etchings that you do <laughs> in like a language that no one recognizes. <laughs> Some of them are just smiley faces. <laughs> if Maeve holds the notebook, will she get a vision? Uh... Is, is the moleskin dead? Unless you, want, have, dead. unless you want the vision of the poor mole's life. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maeve does not get a vision from the notebook. It's just asking, jeez. <laughs> okay. Moleskin isn't made from moles. Not also, anymore. is that brand it's even old enough to be... Oh, moleskin. I'm saying actual moleskin. Right, not like the trousers. No. Right, okay. Like it's the brand a tanned of... and leathered mole okay. skin. All right. Oh, that's not nice. No, it's not. But neither's Winford, so. Yeah, he's mm. a villain. All right. Let's have a look at our notebook. Wait, don't we want to look inside the crates? Mm. What do you want to do first? Notebook. Who has a less, crowbar? Less loud. I have <laughs> a saber. <laughs> That'll open boxes. I've got yeah. a knife. That works as a crossbow. 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 <laughs> 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 Will it? Yeah, really? yeah, it's a big knife. <laughs> I, ha- I have tea leaves. How do it's you a toss use up. that? As a, I'm going to jimmy open one of the crates. <laughs> Wait, we, we st- no, 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 no. We start with the book. It's less loud. Well, well, I, well, I, I, mean, I, I did say whatever you want to do first. So somebody pick what they want to do first. Opening the crate seems more immediate, whereas going through the book is going to take time. So ah, fair enough. Okay, let's open a crate. So you open multiple crates. And what you find is the, the crates are quite large. Um, they are mostly half filled with straw mm-hmm. and they have indents in them where you could assume something has been sitting. Mm. What kind of indent shape is it? Like There are various different shaped, shapes. Mummy shaped. Many different shapes. Okay. So as presumably the, these are what the objects were delivered in. Potentially. Is there any blood? No. Any hidden compartments underneath the hay? Any syringes? <laughs> no. They're all empty. I mean, get get to pop in. No, actually, you're, you're right. No, they wouldn't all be empty. Some of them, you could assume that some of them seem to be storage. Um, there are some that have, like, small collections of Roman coins. Some of them that probably would have some mummies in and some, like, miscellaneous small... Um, Egyptian artifacts, maybe a few um, like minor um, Indian statues, like some like let's say on the western wall, there's a small stack of boxes that have artifacts in them, but the ones in the on the center at the back wall and the ones on the eastern wall um, are empty and have indents in them. And all of the crates have the sigil. No, only is the empty ones. No, all of the crates have the emblem. Okay. Oh, and do any of them have like packing dockets on them, like with inventory and like a sender's address and name and account number for no. DHL? <laughs> do we do we ever get the name of the curator? It's Davenport. Davenport. No, not the curator, the owner. No, 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 no. that's no, what we we're all going to do. But now we have a coat of seals or a seal of coat. 
We can Coat take of that. arms. Right, that's that's what we have. <laughs> uh, if I take a f- quick flick uh, through the notebook, do I have time to... Or yes. is it so dense I have to... No, no, no. I mean, it, the book is dense, but if you're wanting information for, like, the investigation... Just go you to only the last have, You have to look at the last pages. So, uh, here are the notes. Um, you see notes from the previous day when you first arrived on the scene. Um, there, I'm just going to give it like very basic. Um, there are copies of information that was given by Baker. Mm-hmm. Cold spots, noises had been heard, uh, and then like notes next to it, which is from, um, I mean, it's all from Winford, but then like Winford's all sur- surmising, being like, this guy seems like a bit of a drunk. I'm not sure if I really believe him. We're going to spend the night here anyway because we need to kind of um, check everything out and make sure that uh, everything is as he says. Curious. Not sure. Then there is a notes from today. The notes from today said, you know, this morning the guard had been found catatonic. It's more serious than I anticipated. The cleaner has been acting suspicious. Considering um, considering her life and history, uh, all of the her suspicious actions plus all clues point to Bragg, and this is a word spelled B R A A G. Do I know what that word means? Let me finish the rest. Okay. Um, thanks to this. We must, uh, we must conduct a full investigation this night uh, to prove my suspicions. Um, do not let her go far. Okay. They plan to stay here one more night? I, I'm going to put... This is from yesterday. We're no, put no, this is today. Yes. Oh, this is today. Because this is when Baker... This is from the day that Baker was found catatonic. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. I'm going to put the notebook back. But I'm gonna put like I'm gonna write one entry at the end. Says Winfred is a poopy butthole. <laughs> and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do little pictures so that when you flick through it, it's like <laughs> Winfred, a little stick X uh, of Winfred doing a poop, and then he strips on the poop and he falls face first into the poop. Uh, uh, Why are you like this? Because <laughs> he's my most hated enemy. Yes. Tell me, tell me, you draw him with a small mustache. Well, you, you, you don't know what Winford has been doing to me over the years. Mm. I don't want to know. No, you do not. If you think this is juvenile, you'd be, you'd be shocked at what he's been doing. A man of his stature. Please stop talking. Um, I, I think the, the mustache you drew it a little small. That's not mustache. That's poop. Also, there's one, there's one final note on the bottom uh, of the page. There's like a star next to it, and. Uh, in capital letters, it says pi, question mark, question mark, question mark, with a scribble underline. <gasps> the number pi? Or pi, the pi? The word pi. P-I-E? Mm-hmm. He's on to you. That's, he knows... Oh, shit, we left right? the pi wrapper on the on the elephant, didn't we? You left it on the You gave a pi to Baker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, brag... Brag. I don't remember that. Do you want to look that up in your book? Yes. Cool. You go through your book and you find in the appendix an entry for Brag. Brag is a kind of brownie that is particular to the Northumbrian era of the north of England. What's it doing so far south? Don't know. 
work experience. Is that the only information that's in there, just where it's normally found? Yes. I mean, the, the details of its um, proclivities are the same as regular brownies. It's just that is the name that they are referred... Oh, no, wait. I'm forgetting some very important points here. So they are like a regular brownie for the most part. But in the Northumbrian area of the UK, they're known as Brag. They have a very particular uh, difference, however. Uh, when they are pushed to cause mischief, like if they've been insulted or they've been upset, they have been known to change shape and cause mischief, particularly in the shape of horses and donkeys. <gasps> this is relevant to us. So they could have been the hoof stampede noises that Mr. Baker heard. Oh my gosh, I just realized we had Tigger, we had Honey, and now we have Donkey. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> and we had Poo. And we had Poo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, this is copyright infringement. <laughs> all we need is Christopher. Where we is have Christopher? Christopher. <laughs> 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 Christopher Holland must be behind it. Oh, oh yeah. solved it. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> it wasn't the cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> G O N E done. <laughs> That's so a wrap, thing, folks. Ta ta for now. Well, we did it. So, so, so for serious. Game. We know that the donkey. I just used Ticker's uh, slogan. <laughs> yeah. TTFN. Ta ta for now. <laughs> So we know that the, these these things use donkeys noise. If they might be they might be beyond the donkey noise, but that was the milk wasn't done. What then. donkey noise? The donkey. They make donkeys. There was donkey noise. <laughs> Hoofprints. When they get so up, horse, horses. You oh, heard how do you horses. know? It's hoofs. Mr. Baker said horses. Oh, but it could have he been a donkey. He said hooves. Yeah. So it could have been a donkey or a horse. I think that's the wrong thing to get caught up on. Whatever, the milk. Yeah. Whatever, whatever behooves you. The, but the oh. point is, the milk. I see what you did, I see what you did there, sir. Monsieur. <laughs> oh, monsieur. You're really on fire tonight. Oh, boy. He's blushing. No, no, no. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm actually a little. Uh, Lloyd, please. But the milk didn't get pushed over till today, which is like days after that happened. That is true. My God, Lloyd has done it again. So has we're he? back to cannibals. <laughs> what? I'm just saying that that's a, that's a thing to consider. Maeve is wondering to herself why she's working with these people. <laughs> because they're so ridiculous. <laughs> but we get the oh, job done. That was do, do you? Maybe, I don't know. We have a good history, right? Do we immigrants a, yes. get the job done? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and one local. <laughs> you always um, need that local connection. Yes. Okay, no, that that's a very good point. Uh, 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 and he's never spilt milk before, so he's never been so angry he might have spilt milk. Or maybe they have reason now to upset uh, Mrs. Milliner, since Mr. Baker is not around to be messed with. Mm. I still don't think the brog, or brownie, whatever you want to call it, Stabbed Mr. Baker with a paralytic. No. Uh, if that it, seems like a human thing to yes, do. Yes, I, I, th I think the had it been a sword or something, perhaps yes. But uh, 
in medical equipment where you had to pull out the injection, pull it in, uh, no. Brownies are not supposed to be harmful. No, well, how do you know? How, how do you know it was a syringe? There was a puncture wound. But maybe it was a tiny little knife. <laughs> <laughs> I think the doctor knows what syringes look like. Doctor, no shoes over here. <laughs> <laughs> they look like tiny little knives. By God, she's got it. No, 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 no. Wait, they, when were syringes invented? Oh, is that too ago. is that too modern for this time period? No. I don't even no, know. No, 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 no. There's definitely but they, 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 they were quite gruesome. We didn't we didn't have them quite. They the, weren't really fine. Like yeah. they, I mean, that's why you, they would leave like a puncture. I mean, wound you think already sure. about uh, Dracula, for example, they were giving a blood transfusion um, mm. in the story of Dracula. So they already had at least needles and mm. this kind of technology. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And even if they sure. didn't, our London can. Mm. Right. Carry on then. Davenport seemed pretty um Pretty quick to dismiss any any dealings about uh, beasties and monsters. Maybe it was him trying he's to cover something. He's not a true out. believer. Mm, well, he's an idiot, clearly. Well, yeah, but yeah. maybe an evil idiot. Ooh, they're the worst. Okay, so what do we do? We let's start to play some fire. No, no, no. Let's go. <laughs> let's go check out what uh, what uh, Prattleton was up to. Um, can if we we found everything in here, right? I mean, for now, we can always walk back. We still have the key. Um, we do. Mademoiselle Maeve, will you show us the key again? <laughs> yes, do it. Wave it. <laughs> She'll take out the key and Wonderful. roll her eyes at you. Uh, you are as This is our key to advancing the narrative. you are beautiful. This is our key to... Oh, my gosh. No, let's go see Prattleton. I want to see what he's wearing. <laughs> I'm very serious. <laughs> that is all Jack cares about in this moment. That sounds so suspicious. <laughs> yes. I mean, remember that you are also like more than welcome to confront the SSPP if you wish. We haven't spoken to Winford yet. If you want to confront them, you absolutely can. No. And if you want to look around the museum, you absolutely can. I can't imagine it's going to benefit us in any way to get into a conflict. Confront them? No. But maybe we can listen to what they're talking about. Probably just prattling on about shite. Right. Can I eavesdrop? Yes. Spymaster. Sure. Who do you want to eavesdrop on? The ones in the main room. I'll hide behind the elephant. Davenport and Winford. Mr. Stash. I'm rolling stealth for this. Yep. Mr. Stash is down here. Davenport and Winford are in here. Oh, Davenport and Winford. No, no. Davenport. Mr. Stash is Winford. So. Oh, I thought Mr. Stash was Prattleton. No, 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 no. Mr. Like, Winfred is the one with the amazing stash. That's right. Lord Stash. Prattleton is the one who looks like a dandy. Right. Like, super 17th century Do you want to revise what you drew in his journal now? No. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm even happier with it now. It's, okay. it's Lord Stash he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have the careful. rivalry with Lord Stash because yeah. he has the better stash than you. Mm. And I have well, a rivalry. So basically, you I don't have, think we ever agreed to that. <laughs> you have the rivalry with Win- Winfred because of the stash. You have the rivalry with Prattleton because of his dress sense. We'll come back to Lloyd. It's the donkey. Can I roll now? Yes, absolutely. Uh, wow. No successes. <gasps> Can I push it? Push it. Absolutely. Push it. You, 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 you missed the die. There's a dice still there. It's a, it's a, it's a single die. Multiple dice. Ooh. That's a six. That's a six. Two successes. 
Hooray. Okay, uh, two successes. Uh, you still need to roll me a condition, though. So roll me a d66. 66. No, no, this is a five. That, oh, it's a five, 65. Thank you. you know that the, the higher you get to 66, the more like terrible and permanent they are. Oh and my. 35 was you lose a limb. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it fucking escalates real fast. Uh, give me, what was the number again? 65. So again, I'll give you both the mental and the physical. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you have invaded by other people's emotions. That's Chronic. Nice. Yes. 1d6 round. Insight. Absolute empathy. Observation plus four. Oh. So I think the critical ones, some of them are actually good. Oh, wow. The physical, oh, this is not good. Oh, no way it is. 65, punctured lungs. Yes, critical, fat, fatal. 1d6 round, insight, guardian angel, agility plus four. But it's wow. fatal. That means, <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. She's going to die from it. Super agile for really one agile, round, but for then a few you rounds. die. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, the fatal column. So basically, uh, if you take a, a chronic or a physical, uh, chronic or fatal, both of these are those, um, you must be treated by someone else within a certain time limit or else you will die or remain mentally broken forever. Should that happen, you discard your player character and create a new one. So basically... Jacques has to treat you within 1d6 rounds. I've got you. Okay, I'm going to take the mental one. What's uh, I have to roll the d6 to see how many rounds, right? Yeah. Oh, could, yeah, no, could you sorry. give me the dice back? I'm sorry, I wanted to save your life. Yep. Wait a second. One round. Fuck. Well, I better save you straight away. <laughs> well, while you're uh, at it, you can tell us what Maeve you heard. Maeve is clearly having a mental breakdown. Uh, Quick, give what? me the tea leaves. <laughs> Maybe. She's immediately uh, absorbing the emotions of all of you, which are super conflicting. <laughs> Wait a minute, I need to read this because this, this you I, to receive such a fatal injury in such a quick way. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't right. sound right. Give me, give me just a chance to read through this. Okie doke. So I don't I have wait. to save your life? Do, 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 do. Probably going to get copyright infringement for that. We should stop. (laughs) So I may have been doing this You could probably buy your own, though. I can't find the right tables. So it says... Oh, you might get your fingers back. I I, I didn't lose no fingers. I just got mildly stressed instead, which seemed like the better option. (laughs) I could have sewn your fingers back on. I I may have been doing this wrong. It says, when you've checked off all physical or mental conditions and suffer another one of the same type, you become broken. This means that you are incapacitated and have sustained critical injury. Ah, so you only roll on the table once you've become broken. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been doing that wrong. So I don't have to save. No, I, no and that makes sense because this is, the, it would be so strange that you would immediately do that. But then I can't find the table for becoming broken. Hold on. Uh, so do you not just become broken once you've ticked so I, all the so other So I ones? take a condition. Is there like a place I can mark this on my Well, condition? that's what I mean. I'm looking for that now. Is it, okay. I think you just tick one of these, either mental or physical, depending on the situation, ah. I guess. What is that on your sheet? Just Angry, condition. frightened, hopeless, broken. Ah, so where's my list in here? That is actually correct. I've been doing that. Sorry, I've been doing that wrong this whole time. Anybody who's been listening to the past two or three episodes probably already knew that I've been doing that wrong, and I did not. Well, I thought this was the first time we had conditions. Uh, n- 
I no, think we I had think no last game. Session. Oh, okay. So I'm taking a mental condition. Sorry, okay, what's on the list of mental... I can't find the list in here. Can you tell me what's on the mental condition? Angry, frightened, hopeless, broken. I think they're... That makes far much more sense. For some reason, it's not... I can't find it in the book, which think, is probably why I've been overlooking it. I think they're in order because the physical ones go exhausted, battered, wounded, broken. I mean, Do, I, 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 if I remember correctly, actually, you can choose whichever one you want. Okay. E- each time you can choose which one you want and then you have to role play it. Um, it's just for some reason I can't find that list in the book. Maeve is angry. Okay, so you, you failed at being able to overhear them. And no, I, I succeeded on the second, on the push draw. Oh, it's because you pushed. Um, okay, so I got two successes. You succeeded, but you're angry. Hmm. I succeeded, but I'm angry about it. <laughs> Maybe they I'm, said I'm something. upset at what they're saying, maybe. So give me a second. What are they talking about? They're talking about the, uh, the scientific explanations of the vasin and the things that are going on. I mean, don't you dare. <laughs> I, know, I know what they should be talking about, but what information should I be giving to you? Give me a second. So first, you hear Davenport and Winford. Uh, Winford is saying... Uh, Winford is saying that um, he didn't really believe um, the stuff um, from Baker um, and that he was quite a nuisance in causing all of this um, fuss. Um, So it's actually beneficial for Davenport that now he's kind of out of commission, which is probably what would make you upset. Does he implicate himself in said taking Baker out of commission? He does not, but I, I'm basically just trying to give you something that would make you upset first. So yeah, he, that he's would make her upsetting. Yeah, he, he's talking about like, well, this is of no, this is no, uh, nothing of real importance. Um, he's, uh, he's out of the picture now. He was causing, he was causing trouble. So he's out of the picture now. It was fine. Um, you then hear them discussing plans for their uh, observation tonight. Um, he is saying that members of the SSPP will be in the building all night. Um, there will be some comings and goings as we prepare. You'll just have to uh, cope with it. Everything will be fixed by the morning. Uh, by the time you come back tomorrow morning, everything will be settled. Um, but leave us to our work this evening. Uh, your job depends on it. Sounds like a threat. And now Maeve is angry. And I, I remember now reading this. The point of the conditions is that there are negative influences on you. So you are angry. I'm not saying that you have to roleplay enough that you expose yourself. Because you successfully rolled to sneak. But um, it now affects... Uh, the way that your character will interact with people and reacts for the rest of this museum scene. Easy peasy. But uh, I may make you fail um, and expose yourself in the rest of this scene at some point because of your... Well, I'm not going to stay there. No, no, no. I mean, whilst you're in the museum. Uh, so because of your, like, let's say, uncontrolled anger, because this is the point, at this point, everything, when you get a condition, is uncontrolled. You should also be angry from before. Or is that gone now? That was only an hour that was supposed to last. Do you, you got a condition? Uh, your fear, your fear. He got two. Oh, that's right. But well, let's let's just ignore that because we messed it up, and I don't really want to go back and retcon all of that. Okay. Because I, I I have to remember. I just going forward, I have to remember that I did that wrong. 
Sorry, guys. I'm guessing that between the last episode and now, people have been angrily tweeting a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, if anybody's listening to this. So, whoops. Uh, yes. Free League, don't hate us for doing the rules wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't think they'll hate us. <laughs> hey, Free League retweeted if, me. If anything, it should tell Free League, hi, Free League, uh, that maybe the rule needs some clarification. I need to, yeah, it was missing. I couldn't find it in the book. Please don't at me what make, the page number is. Make it easier to find, yeah. perhaps. Please don't at me what page number it is because it just embarrasses me that I couldn't find it. Anyway, <laughs> um, going forward, we will work that, but I'm not going to retcon it, so. Right. So, a uh, question. Weren't the SSPP in the museum last night? Uh, as far as you are aware, yes. yes. Yeah, they were doing a seance, weren't they? Right. No, no you were no, doing we a seance. Did a seance. We did a seance. So... They were here last night. Then they were just here doing. We don't. We're not sure what. Maybe it's in their notes mm. in that notebook. Then, mm. then the milk gets spilled. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Mr. Baker gets put in a catatonic state mm-hmm. and brought home by the police in the morning. The milk is also presumably turned over, mm. and Mrs. Milliner discovers it mm. and has been fretting about it all day, apparently. Mm-hmm. And nobody's calmed her down. That's very sad. But in the moleskin, it said they will now spend the night. Mm -hmm. As if they didn't spend the night. What's up with that? It doesn't say in the book whether they did or not the day before. But what you understand is that they did. Oh, from the book? I thought the book... uh... The notes just said, I don't really believe um, Baker. Ah, okay. It didn't make any comments about studies of the night before. Yes, no, exactly. It didn't, and it, it made it, it alluded, it didn't explicitly say, it alluded as if they hadn't. You could surmise that um, since it was not explicitly written, there is a chance that maybe that didn't happen. Mm. Well, uh, can we see Prattleton now? If you want to, yes. I, I would like to see what he is wearing. So, are you going into the West Wing? Yes. Do you guys mind if I break uh, kosher and I, I say hello? No, go for it. Okay. Are you going alone? I am going alone. You guys, okay, cool. Yeah, as I come out, I say, Prattleton, what ah! a magnificent piece of clothing have you put on today? <laughs> He, you walk into the Roman exhibit, there are, there is Prattleton and four other members of the SSPP there. Prattleton is there, he's kind of almost like waving with his arms and kind of conducting them around the room, (laughs) telling them to like do this, do that around the room. Uh, As you boldly stride in, you hear a, ah! And he turns around. He is again wearing a huge powdered wig. This time it has a streak of gold <gasps> through it. Like it's a white wig and it has like a, a almost like Wife of Frankenstein-esque, yes. but like streak of gold <laughs> that goes through the top. Um, he has a white powdered face with big red rosy cheeks um, and a overly large beauty mark as before but in a completely different space a di- completely different place <laughs> and in a ridiculous uh, pencil mustache mm. um today he's wearing a a like royal red um petticoat with gold brocade 
he has um, a huge cravat and lace coming out again from the sleeves that has like gold uh, inlay, like not inlay, but has like gold tips. Um, ridiculously huge cufflinks with a giant um, emerald on them. Uh, he has, what color is it we're talking about? So he's also got uh, orange stockings. Um, orange. Oh. And he has uh, matching red pantaloons mm. um, with gold brocade. Uh, brown brown shoes like uh, uh what do you call them um oh. no 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 no, no. Uh, clogs no not the type of shoes um, go go boots <laughs> stop shouting at me um Elise. wooden <laughs> i'm not asking for help <laughs> clogs no you already said that cowboy oh. boots no so uh, erica Wooden we're, 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 we're talking about Thanksgiving. Pilgrim. He's got these like pilgrim shoes with the pilgrim uh, buckles on, but they're they're, bra- they're brown. They're brown with a gold buckle on. So he's all in reds, golds, and oranges today. Pattleton, <laughs> you look magnificent again. Truly, your anus needs happiness. <laughs> Sorry. Your highness. Your highness. Yes. Your highness <laughs> needs happiness. <laughs> you do I've realize, come to deliver compliments. You do realize well what done. it sounds like you're saying? <laughs> well okay. No? Please. Uh, no. For I'm the not. listeners who did not get that, I would I'm like not, to know. No. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. This no. is the part when. when uh, you know what? I, I, can I make it canon? That uh, uh, Jacques and Pretorton at some point got really drunk and <laughs> got together because I think Jacques secretly kind Spoilers, of fancies because him. Because I was about to play oh, this really? scene extremely flirtatious. Oh yes, I love it. Do but it. but we, we were also enemies. We're like we're like frenemies. You're frenemies. Yeah, yeah fr- we're frenemies. frenemies. Like yeah, uh, hate fucking. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was angry, and I was in the receiving end, despite what anyone might have thought. Mm-hmm. So uh, you say that, and there's a. <laughs> he turns around. He sees you, and there's like that anime style where the screen yes. splits in two with your eyes, like duh, duh. <laughs> and he sees you, and then like reaches into his uh, sleeve and pulls out a fan, and starts <laughs> fanning himself. And he kind of like steals himself, and he's like, mm-hmm, looking you up and down and giving you the elevator eyes, like what is well, that perfume? <laughs> only the best lilies and sandalwood for myself, as you know. Only the most best hand-picked. The most best. <laughs> only the most, the, of course. Only the most best hand-picked. He fans himself and he looks you up and down. Jacques, what are you wearing? Intoxicating. What am I wa- No shoes. No socks. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no service. <laughs> Prattleton, some of us need to work for a living. What nonsense are you spouting about now? No, like, seriously, tell us what you're wearing, Jacques. Because uh, I need to know what Prattleton's working with here. Oh, good, good point, good point. All right, what, what would Jacques be wearing today? Um, <laughs> uh, waistcoat. Uh, he has a yellow waistcoat today. 
no, no, no. Is it cravat today? No, he has, he has a chiffon going on over here. Uh, a, a, uh, I have the Cirque today. Uh, oh, a bit of an so open... yours is more gentle and his is like aggressive cascade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. My, mine is... Every, everything that Jacques likes to wear needs to be subdued. It cannot be overstated. Which is why another reason why he likes Pretelton so much. Because he is the antithesis of what uh, Jacques believes in is good fashion. That's why he likes uh, Le Capitaine so much. Le Capitaine always wears well his things, but he never has to overstate it. Because you can't go wrong with the classics. And there you go. Tweed. The Capitaine wears tweed. <laughs> he wears a lot of tweed. He, he wears a, a lot, lot of tweed. tweed. Well, uh, so yes, uh, but he, he's wearing a navy uh, uh, jacket or blazer. I guess a blazer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and matching trousers, uh, but brown shoes. And yellow waistcoat. Shirt? Yes, and yellow, yellow. Yes, of course, a shirt. Yeah, but what, what color shirt? Well, white. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Everything you, looks good with his little uh, straw hat. Mm -hmm. So you, you enter the room, uh, you have this locking eyes yes. um, with Prattleton. He takes out his fan. And like the the other SSPP members are like kind of stepping back. They're all wearing like they're all like the um, are they the pretel? What do you call tonnets? them? Are they like his mean oh. girls group? Yeah. Well, I was thinking they're yes. like they're like the um, like the the plane ducks, and okay. he's like the you know the the peacock, mm. and so they're the peahens that are just plain colors like browns and whatever, and he's the colorful in the middle. I like to think he has like a little faction. Around him, yes, all like the like, little sycophants. Yeah, and they they try to dress like him, but ah, oh, yeah, okay, not I like that better. It. So he sees you, he takes out his fan, and he, he starts like pacing around you. He's like looking at you, and he's like ob observing you whilst he's waving his fan, looking you up and down with his discerning eye, and he's like, mm. I, I can't believe that you're even showing your face here yet again. How dare you? After what you've done. What I did. What did I do? <laughs> you and your crew. What did we do? What? Hold on, hold on. All flirtations aside, what are you suspecting that we do? <laughs> flirtations? Uh, like he looks a little bit embarrassed. How? How? How, how dare you insinuate in such a forward manner such such things? And he kind of steps up to you and he comes like, he's much shorter than you. Mm, of course. And he looks up at you and he's like, you, you are responsible for what happened to that man. Which man? My Jesus, Patterson, I swear if you do not start speaking to me clearly now, I am going to lose it. This is... What is going on? His mean girls behind him, like, oh, yeah. oh, my God, oh, I can't believe it. Like, I, even he's denying it. He's denying it. Oh my God, oh my God. He's like, he folds up his fan. He's like punching you on the chest with the fan. He's like, you, you, we had to send him home. Sick, catatonic, and it was you. How could you? And he kind of makes a dramatic, ah. Oh. Yeah, he's insinuating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mr. Baker? You, you, you mean Mr. Baker? Yes, yes, that, that surly peasant, yes. He's my patient. I treated him this morning. You admitted then. 
I admit that I saved his life. Or something, I don't know. I hope I did anyway. We saved his life. Excuse me. We were the ones who found him after your treacherous activities. What activities? Weren't you here last night? Yes, we were. And we found exactly what we needed as the evidence to prove that you are responsible. What evidence? He goes over to like a, a bag that's yes. on a display case, reaches into it, grabs something, comes back and thrusts it in your face, and he's like, this, this! And in his hand, he has a police incident report on which you can see logged one Mundy's pie wrapper. You, you fed him this, and after he ate this, he stopped moving! You poisoned him! You are responsible for this! How could you even show your face here after doing such a treacherous thing? Uh, uh, Jacques visibly calms down now that he understands a little bit more of the situation and says, Mon cher Armand, my darling. <laughs> flutters the fan yes. again. My Pretelton, once again, you are as magnificent as you are idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> He was injected in the back by a needle with the poison. Nobody, no, no pie that he ate could have done what happened to him. He steps up like very coyly now. He steps very close to you and like pats you on the chest with the fan and says, And can you prove that? I mean, we can go and see him right now. Oh, yes? Oh, uh, he is my it patient. The answer is yes, of course I can prove yes, that I'm a doctor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can prove that, can... He, that he was injected when such an injury would perhaps disappear and be healed with such a small amount of time. Yes, maybe. <laughs> Then you are definitely not the doctor that I know you to be. For you know just as well as I that such puncture wounds definitely do not last very long. Oh, he's basically admitting that he oh, fucking yes. did it. Mm. Kill him. What? what I, I, <laughs> you want me to kill a predator? But what does remain oui. is this. And he crumples the report as he shoves it into your chest. This, which points to you. Your compatriots. Wait a minute. Are you saying we're the only one that eats from Mr. Mundy's pie shop and... What's it called? That is an absurd claim. That is an absurd claim. (laughs) Straight straight into my mouth. (laughs) That is an absurd claim. Well, did you in fact leave a pie here? Oh, I gave him a pie, I think. I don't remember. This was session one or something. You gave him a pie. Well, let me put it this way, mon chéri. Oh, oh that wounds me. have evidence. Tap, tap on your chest. You do not. I advise you stay very clear of this situation. Or we will call down the beat on you to take you away immediately for questioning. This evidence has already been logged by our members of the beat and he kind of like taps the um, fan in his hand and the police officer from outside um, 
as being in the reception area and he comes in with two other police officers and one very, very big, bulky bruiser of a guy, which I would like um, Mike to describe because we've got we've got Connor's counterpart, we've got Jacques' counterpart in the SSPP. This is your counterpart in the SSPP. We've also got the uh, the major, no, as uh, Maeve's counterpart. Oh yeah, I suppose that the the admiral would be could be your, could be your counterpart. I thought she was a ma- she was an admiral. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. an admiral. She's the admiral. That's why she, Connor was kind of flirtatious with but her. But this this bruiser is basically like the fixer for the SSPP, and I want Mike to describe what does this big ass bruiser look like. Mister Bruiser, his name is uh, his name is Barry. Bruce. Oh, Barry. Barrowed, short for Barrowed. <laughs> 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 Barry, Barry, Barry Barnabas. Oh god, um, I should not have given you the capacity mm. to name him. Do you want me to not name Barnabas. him? Not Barnabas, we already have two Barnabas. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a common name. Why not Barrel Bruce? Uh, big Bar- big ba- Bruzy Barry. Barry, just Barry. Just, it's, it's just, just, just Lloyd. Just, 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 just Barry. Barry Bailey, if you want to no, have no, no, the double just, B. Just, just Barry. If he's my counterpart, he's just got to be just Barry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so remember that Prattleton is prettier than Jacques. Um, Winford has a bigger, better mustache than Connor. And Barry, Barry? has a bigger notebook than me. Oh. <laughs> no, I, no, no, because Barry, I, it feels like Barry. Okay, no, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. But, and, and of course, but it sounds like Barry, it, it's not It's not that there are, 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 are opposites or exactly. They, they take a feature of ours and accentuate it. Mustache. You know. Uh, I'm basically trying to say that he has something on you that he's better at. Yeah, and I think it's just being a street rat and knowing his way around. I would say being he's probably bigger and more intimidating. Yeah, yeah I was going to say I was going to say like I think he's definitely got a bigger notebook, uh, but <laughs> also he's got bigger everything. He's got bigger muscles. He's got. A, he also has a cool mustache, but but like because uh, because Lloyd is clean shaven, right? Yeah. Hmm. Can I say my my character background has footnotes, and you came up, all you you boiled it down to mustache. <laughs> I was like mustache, ego. I am <laughs> notebook. <laughs> notebook. Well, no, Hair. I, I'm think, I'm thinking that like maybe he's got like more scars than you have. He's broader than you are. He's taller than you are. Uh, does he have? Do we both have burn marks? I've got lots of burn marks. Does he have like? Bigger, badder, but I mean, we can say that he has scars. Doesn't have. We've to be had burns. a few scuffles in the past. Mm. Maybe he's got a Glasgow smile. Ooh, maybe he was from. And he's got a bunch opposite. of other like he's missing half an ear, and he's got a bunch what of other scars. What is a Glasgow smile? Ooh, Glasgow smile for all those who don't know. What happens is they would cut the sides of your mouth here, and then, from what I understand, kick you in the nuts or hurt you enough that when you scream the corners of your mouth then would split. I don't think it works. I think they just, like, that's the story, yeah. That's but I the think story, they, yeah. They just slice They would just slice here so that you end up with your cheeks cut up I, here. I so when, it if it's, when it scars over, you have a big scar that looks like that. But yeah, I think he's got a Glasgow smile and he's covered in other scars and he's probably tall and broad, so he's bigger than you. Was yeah, he's, he's, got, he's like a, the typical big 
strongman triangle shape, like he's got minuscule legs uh, and just a <laughs> <laughs> massive arms. His arms are like Chris Redfield arms, like the I size of his head. I think he like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, 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 you ever yeah. seen that cartoon character? He, yeah, 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 he walks yeah. like, he borderline walks like a gorilla. Definitely skips leg day. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, run away. So basically he calls in police officers and this dude. And he's like, we have already logged this with the police. You cannot run from this evidence that we have already logged. Cross us and I swear we shall be submitting this and you shall have these dogs on your tail. Do not get in our way. Pretty you wound me. I shan't forget this. This means war. <laughs> Good. Then you should always hold me in your thoughts. <gasps> I already do. <laughs> I already do. <laughs> Scene. Scene. This was chaotic as fuck. folks if you enjoyed this please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice it'll help spread the word and also help others to find us too if you have any comments questions or just want to connect with us on twitter you can you can find us at at tales of podcast we'd love to hear from you the tales of podcast crew are erica as Maeve mckenzie you can reach her on twitter with at underscore erica fabio as connor o'leary Charles as Jacques de Beauregard. Mike as Lloyd. Everyone else and sound design was by me, Jan. You can reach me on Twitter with at thatlastjan. All music and sound effects used with permission and may have been edited or modified for use. Further details can be found in the show notes. <laughs> See you next episode! Can't say I have anything. Things. <laughs> can't say I have anything. Anything for. Words are hard. Specific. Her dangers keep falling out. <laughs> She's not that old. <laughs> a glass eye falls yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> One eye patch and a glass eye. <laughs>